Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Do you think an addiction to computer games is a health problem? Because the NHS is opening the country's first specialist clinic to treat children and young adults who are addicted to playing computer games such as Fortnite, Candy Crush, Call of Duty, uh, probably Grand Theft Auto and many more. Uh, Staff will help those aged between 13 and 25 whose lives are being debilitated by uh, spending countless hours playing games from Tuesday. Uh, The GPs and other health professionals in England and the UK can refer addicts to the service with treatment starting next month and it's been set up because of the concerns about the growing number of children and young people who have heavy use of computer games and it's causing a problem for them especially with their mental health Now the clinic will be part of the National Centre of Behavioural Addictions in London and patients referred to it will be able to attend uh, in person or have an online consultation using Skype probably would suit them better if they're addicted to technology. Uh, clinical psychologists, mental health nurses, therapists and psycho- uh, psych- psychiatric nurses specialising in treating children and young people with work uh, uh, will work with patients to help tackle their addiction. The World Health Organisation last year recognised gaming disorder as a medical condition for the first time. It included it in its latest revised edition of the International Classification of Diseases which tells doctors worldwide what conditions the WHO has accepted to be a disease. Now, I don't know whether it's a disease. It's certainly an addiction. Dr. Dr. Henrietta Bowden-Jones, director of the NHS's new Centre for Internet and Gaming Disorder and the Royal College of uh, Psychiatrists spokesperson on behavioural addiction, said, gaming disorder is a mental health condition which can have a hugely debilitating effect on people's lives, both for patients and their families who can be left feeling utterly helpless in the wake of their loved one's addiction. Mm-hmm. She went on to say, gaming disorder is not a mental illness to be taken lightly. Uh, we're talking about instances where someone may spend up to 12 hours a day playing computer games and can end up becoming socially isolated and lose their job, lose their family and essentially their life as a result. That's quite concerning, isn't it? But I want to know if we'll get your thoughts on this day on gaming and ask you if you believe it should be classed as a medical condition. Now, some people believe it should and say that they have seen the effects of it with their children, uh, or even their partner, for example. Uh, primarily, it's male-dominated, But although there seems to be more and more females getting involved in this. However, others say that calling it a mental condition is just removing the responsibility from parents who monitor those children and are allowing them to do it. They believe it actually could be used as an excuse. So I want to get your thoughts on this today. Maybe you are a parent of a child who's addicted to a computer game, or computer games, and there's, you believe there's nothing you can do. You've tried everything. You can't get them outside. You can't get them to come away from that computer. I want to hear from you today. So do you agree with this, with the NHS and with WHO, with an addiction to computer games being classed as a medical condition? Do you agree it's a medical condition? Or do you blame, do you say, well, the parents should be doing more to stop it from happening? Particularly if it's a young age, at 13 or 14 years of age. Once they get over 18, I suppose, there's not a lot you can do. You can ask them. But you can't tell them once they're over 18, I suppose. Whereas they're adults and they can do what they want. Uh, let me know what you think. The number is 087 That's 087 I mean, do you agree with this idea that it's an addiction uh, and classed as a medical condition or condition rather than being a parent's responsibility? Particularly when we're talking about, say, 14-year-olds, not particularly the older children or the older adults. Let me know what you think. The number is 087 Angela, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Angela? 
Hang on, there you. Angela, I mean, <laughs> would you class it as a medical condition? I have two two conditions that I can tell you with it. If you're under the age of sixteen, it's called bold brat syndrome. Bold brat over, syndrome. Yeah, and if it's over the age of sixteen, it's called sad bastard. Oh right, okay. It's a language that, yeah, well, okay, that's fair enough. And the only way to tackle it is take the computer away from them. Well, if they're, under, if they're under 18, you can do that. If they're over 18, you can't really. Well, you can't. You can't treat like, a 19-year-old as a child. They're an adult. Why not? Well, you can't. If they're well, on drugs, you take drugs away from them. Well, if no, what well, you can do, if you've got a 19-year-old living at home who is socially isolating themselves on a computer game, you can say, well, look, um, if you want to do that, you can do it somewhere else, but you're not going to do it here. But you can't, you can't control their lives over the age of 18, technically or legally, because you're no longer their guardian as such. Yeah, but the thing is, Niall, if, if you have an alcoholic as a son, you try to stop them drinking. You take and, if they don't, and if they don't want to stop, you say, that's grand, you go drink somewhere else. So. That's good, yeah. Okay, but, but you can't do I'm that saying. with a child. Unless, primarily, this is focusing, I think, on 14 and 15-year-olds in and around that age group. Well, let's say, I mind, I, as you know, I mind four brothers, right? 11, 9... Five and two, right? So every every time this PlayStation starts, especially with that stupid bloody Fortnite game, right? Within five minutes, they're arguing because only one can play, and then it's a game, and then there's different rules, and then there's that. What you do? Take it away from them. That's that's what happens. And as, as I say to them, I'm telling you now, lads, if one of you looks at a watch or an iPod to time whoever's on it, because what they were doing was like. Let's say during the summer holidays, he went on that 11, at 11.56. It's now 12.56 with my go. It's my that, turn. That's, so it's my turn. There, there so is an obsession I, with all kids with these games. Call of Duty, yes. Fortnite, Candy Crush. Well, Candy Crush is more of a female thing, I think. Well, Candy Crush is mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it tends to be older, frustrated women on their mobile phones, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Fortnite, yeah, is the big one, I suppose. It yeah. is the big one. Yeah, and, and then and Grand Theft Auto the as well. the annoying thing about it is? Okay, they're playing with their friends, right? So, okay. Online, yeah. Online. But you can't have two players on one game. Well, then you have the younger kids then on Roblox, Minecraft. um... Minecraft. Now, you don't mind Minecraft in one way. But why why do you not mind it? Okay, people can say it's a little bit more constructive and educational because they have to build things and then use their imagination. But in saying that, it's still an addiction if they're on at five and six hours a day. No, well, the thing is, if they are on is five or six times a day... Hours, uh, hours, hours. Six hours a day, the parents should be shot. Because if they come in from school at three o'clock... That's easy to say, but when you've got a parent, maybe, you know, a single mum, maybe with three or four kids, or or maybe two parents are working... But but what I'm saying is, to them parents, it's a bit of time out. And that's the way they look at it. I know it's easy for us all to judge... No, I'm telling you now, as I said, I mind four kids, both of the parents work, and I can tell you there's absolutely no way that between the four of them, now it's a two-year-old, so he, he just plays the, the remote, he doesn't even think he's on it, <laughs> but um, uh, between the four of them, they would not together be on five or six hours. Okay, but that's great. So they're responsible parents, you're a responsible childminder, right? But in saying that... Exactly. Okay, so are you saying it's irresponsible parents who allow it to happen and this is... And forget about this whole idea that it's a disease or a disorder. It's not a disease. It's not an addiction. It's not a mental disorder. It is called 
the parents need to take control of their kids. Okay, well, stay there for a second because Irene, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Irene? Hi, good afternoon. How are you? How are you doing, Irene? You have a grandson <laughs> and he plays the games a lot. Oh, my God. From the time he comes in from school, right, he's on it. The door is closed in his room and you won't see him then. He'll come down for about 10 minutes and he'll be back upstairs and he's an 11-year-old. I think this is crazy. He could be on until 12 at night. And have you, have you spoke to your daughter or son or whoever it is? is my daughter, no, and, and I said it to her and she said, I was doing no harm. I said, well, he is doing no harm, I suppose, yeah. I said, he's doing no harm, I said, in a sense, but I said, he's like wax, you know, for the one to be out playing in the sun, you know. I said, also, I said, to me, it's just a new babysitter for a lot of them. And I'm, I'm including my own in this, like, you know, my son and all. But I just think it's dreadful that they're uh, on these games and I have to be honest with you now most of these games is over age and I talk to a wall you know? yeah I mean I'm looking here like and they're quite taking it quite serious in England they're setting up a clinic for it for addiction yeah. it's, it's called gaming disorder well I do agree with you because it has to have some kind of effect on your brain you're in front of a screen you know I remember years ago when the computers came in, in the offices you know and there was people getting glasses and all you know what I mean and it was from the screen you know what I'm saying, now? Well, yeah, and that's well and good. If you're an adult, you know, you can say, okay, they have a problem. But if you're a child, yeah. they don't really have a problem. The problem they have, according to Angela, is the parents. If they're 14 years of age and spending, you know, seven or eight hours on a game all day, yeah. the problem is not the child. The problem is the parent. I agree. Isn't it? 100%. That, that, has, that is right as well. But I do think it is a bit of an addiction. You know what I mean? Because well, it, well it probably you do get addicted to, the, to games. Know. Well, 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 stay, well, well, hang on, let me go to Dave as well. Dave, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dave? Oh, Dave, I didn't switch you on. That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? It would certainly help. Uh, oh, no, apologies, Dave. Coming to you now. There you go, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> What's the crack? Yeah, I've turned you on now. Not in the yeah. literal sense. That joke is getting that old. sounded so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but Dave, I mean, are you an addict? <laughs> me? No, no. My biggest problem with video games is that I don't get enough time to play them. Yeah, same as myself. So I'm, I'm on the opposite end of the scale there. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to play them a bit more, but I just don't have the time. So would I, yeah. I mean, you know, I, it kind of kills me to spend 70 quid on a game now and maybe only get, like, maybe four or five hours a weekend, if I'm lucky. If you're lucky. If I'm lucky. Okay, but what about, forget about you for the moment. You're a grown-ass adult. You can make your own mind up what you oh, want to yeah. do in life. Okay, but with children at 14 years of age who are spending five or six hours, according to Angela, they're just bold brats. Well, I wouldn't call them bold brats. Like, I mean, it, it's all about the parents. Like, we're all gamers in my house. Like, myself, my missus, my uncle, we all play video games, but it's heavily regulated. You know, like, say Saturday is a perfect example. It was a shit, pissing, raining day, so myself and little fella, we probably played about Halo for maybe about three or four hours, and then mm. after that, we were playing board games, and then when the weather got a bit better, we went for a walk. Well, that's okay, because you're spending some family time it. together. Yeah, yeah. We're, doing other, we're doing other things, like, you know, and, like, I don't mind him, like, if he, he can play games during the week, sometimes, if his homework is done, he's gotten outside, he's behaved himself, you know, if he gets, if he, like, if he does well in the test. I'll say, okay, do you know what? You can stay up a bit later now, later now on Friday night and myself yourself play some games together as a treat. Do you know? But well, like, that's okay. That's still family time because you're doing it together. That's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, no issue exactly, with that. Yeah, yeah. Video games can be very beneficial. Okay, but in, those, yeah, well, in those circumstances, and Minecraft and all those other games and Roblox for young oh, yeah. kids can be beneficial because they're building things and it makes them be a little bit more creative, but not for four or five hours a day. No, no. Four or five hours a day is a bit much, like, especially when... Okay, so is it a disease? I, 
you know what? If, believe it or not, like what you get from video games, the way your brain responds to play video games is the, the dopamine effect. Yes. Yeah, it's the very same as someone taking cocaine or someone gambling. Well, it's, it's not it, quite obviously the same thing. But no, yeah, I understand the point you're making. The effect it has in the brain. Yes. The way your brain releases dopamine and that little dopamine kick you get. You know, it's the same as what happens with someone if they take cocaine or if someone who's addicted to gambling. You're, you're chasing that dopamine high. And the, you can become beta- dependent on that. And especially, like, the longer you play it, the more withdrawn you get, you know. you, you Well, well, well let, me, like, let me, Angela, that's a fair point, you know. The kids do, you know, they get to the next level or they finish the mission and, you know, they kind of get a dopamine thrill out of this. You know, they kind of get a buzz. And it, that's where the addiction comes from. Well, that's, I, I don't have a problem with that. Like, um, Dave, Dave, isn't it? Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Dave is monitoring it, right? And Dave... Is, is actually taking part as well, you know, and it's a little bit of a treat, it's a little bit of that, you know, when he does well, and then they'll get out. But what I'm talking about is the parents who come home and decide... That Are you suddenly... Got, hold on, did you fall down a well or something there? You're just suddenly very echoey or something. Hello, can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Hello. Sorry, got, hello. that's your telephone voice, Angela. Sorry, yes, that's my telephone voice. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello, Angela. Go on, Angela. Yeah, go on. Continue. Um, you know, it's it's the likes of parents who come home and just leave a child sitting in front of a television on Fortnite, on any of those computer games, and just doesn't give a crap. Now, I don't mean this, but that that lady who came on, Irene, is it? Irene, yeah, with her grandson, yeah. yeah. Like, as it was like her daughter turned around and said, "Asher, he's not doing any harm." Like what? Well, well, he, well, it, well, well it, that's a statement of fact. He isn't doing any harm apart from to himself. Yeah, but he's not doing any harm also means after, listen, leave him off. I mean, no. the, the, the old argument, and I heard somebody else say this before, well, you know, isn't it better to do that than they're out drinking and hanging around street corners and... Yeah, you know what I mean? Nine-year-old shouldn't be drinking either. Though. Well, no, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but hanging around street corners or whatever yes, it is. But, but the thing is, Niall, like a like, okay, so <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer my child to be sitting um, playing a game for 12 hours than being out playing with his friends. Mm. Or hanging around street corners like a bowsy. But no, 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 no. You see, you can't say that because, <laughs> like, and I do understand why I prefer them not to play the PlayStation during the summer is because we're coming into the winter now where they're going to be in a lot more. And yeah. that's when I would prefer them to be playing it. No, when it's, like, even a day like today now, not they, they're allowed it on a Friday, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're allowed it the weekend. But, like, a day like today now, no, really, the thing, Not a hope. Well, I mean, Richie makes a good point, says it's a bit tough for these parents to keep an eye on their little gaming kids when they themselves have their noses stuck in Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram 25 hours a day. That's a fair point. Yeah, and then that's probably true, too. It's easy, you know, because they're sitting there on their phones and little Johnny is going, oh, Mammy, can we go for a walk? And I, yeah, I'll be with you in a minute. Yeah, sorry, I'm just, I'm just responding to my friend here about how beautiful her dress is on Facebook. Argument on Twitter, with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it is easy, you know, to bat them off, really, isn't it's it? It's all about convenience, and like there are a lot of parents out there who will just use like a gaming system as um, as a babysitter, basically. And like I've I've heard stories. My little fellow's come home. And he told me a story about a friend of his in school who was um, I can't remember what he was playing, but he ended up in a lobby with a bunch of adults, and he said just, just some of the stuff he overheard was just not stuff a nine-year-old should hear. Oh, well, this is the parents that parents don't realise when your kitty is playing Call of Duty or, you know, Grand Theft Auto or Fortnite, you don't know who he's talking to. 
But no, that's it. Like, and I think it's just it's another example of like how you your child should not be using a technology which you yourself do not understand how to use. Well, I mean, because, you're right. You've got a ten year old or a twelve year old online with maybe six or seven people in a team or a group on Call of Duty. And, you know, one of the other players could be Scott from Florida. And Scott from Florida could be 36 years of age and engaged in locker room talk with some of the other guys. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I hear, you hear some people saying, oh, but sure, how am I supposed to know who they're playing with? Like, I, I do it with my young son, And he knows well, like, if, he, if I find him playing games with people he doesn't know or people I don't know, that there'll be a ban. I've done it before. No, he wasn't like he wasn't playing with adults, but he was playing with people he didn't know with. And I told him like what the consequences were going to be, and the PlayStation went away for two weeks. Okay, with this idea now that we're now recognising it as a mental health condition. Yeah, well, in fairness, now any child who presents themselves with like a gaming addiction, that is on the parent. Because like I read a story before about a young girl. She was, I think she was only six or seven, and she was playing Fortnite. And her parents were saying like. She'd play Fortnite for 10 hours a day and she would wet herself because she didn't want to get up and go to the toilet. And That's ridiculous. It's like, if that was my little fella, well, no, no, that, no, that, well, now, if that's the case and the child is peeing on the spot rather than leaving the, the computer and that's how bad the addiction is, yeah. both parents should be jailed and the child should be taken yeah. off them. Like, yeah. I said, like, but I'm saying yeah, that kind of a thing as well and um, what's banned in the house um, is YouTube. <laughs> They've yeah. actually banned YouTube because what they're doing is when the PlayStation is not allowed or they're banned off it for the weekend, they sit down and watch other people playing Fortnite. And the thing is, these are, these are you know, the language that... I know, they're watching Pie or whoever it is, yeah. Yeah, and the language out of it is an absolute disgrace. Like. I know, I've, I've seen some of the videos. This guy, obviously, he's the most popular. I think PewDiePie is still the most popular, isn't he? And uh, yeah, he plays games, and other kids watch him playing games. Yeah, and he, and he makes a sick amount of money from it. Oh, he, he's yeah. yeah. I think last year, fifteen million was it or something ridiculously. There, there, there was a guy called. So Ninja. you see again. Sorry, sorry, Dave. What were you going to say? There's a guy. What? Uh, there's a guy called Ninja. He was like top Twitch, um, you know, uh, streamer, and at one point he was making five hundred grand a month. It doesn't surprise me. These guys, because people watch their videos. Let me just go to Sean. Sean, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Sean? Hello, sorry, well, yeah, well, actually, Sean, do me a favour because I've got to go to Nile first because he's just uh, he needs to go soon. So I'll be straight back with you, Sean. Uh, I do apologise. Uh, let me go to Nile. Uh, let me see, Nile. Uh, you're on Classic Kids. Go ahead, Nile. Hi. Um, laughing at these old people who will think who absolutely have nothing, know nothing when it comes to video games. It's not an addiction. It's bad parenting. Right. That's okay. What comes down to. Um, I have a nephew. He has two to three hours on his playing his game. Um, that would be the max, and then he just do something else. And do you play the games? I do, and I play about um, because my games are very, very long. They're about thirty to forty hours, so I play about six to eight hours a day. Oh my! Um, so- now when I was younger, I played less. But, um, you're, so you're playing six to eight hours a day? Just to get them. Well, yeah, well then, I would quit. I would absolutely quit when it comes to it. I know how to, like, when to cut off. But where stuff. do you get eight hours a day to play? How old? Well, just sorry, can I ask you how old you are now? When you have spare time, you can do it, you know? I wouldn't have eight hours spare time. And now, can I ask you how old you are? I'm 36. Oh, my God. Sorry, Andrew. Man. I just said, oh, my God. That six to eight hours is actually when you're meant to be sleeping. 
No. I'm spending time not. with your friends. No, six you to don't. eight hours a day. Six to eight hours. You don't sleep in six to eight hours. <laughs> Oh like, my God. Get so, on the route. Um, so what's what? Okay, give us a give us a quick breakdown of your day, Nile. Right? Do you work? Are you working? No, I don't work. No. Okay. There you go. Well, okay. I told you my story before, actually, Nile. I think um, you. I think you have a disability, if I remember right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Angela. You needn't apologise. He accepts. He accepts you didn't I, understand. Okay. I, um, All right. So, yeah, but even uh, leaving aside your disability, get, it's not good for you, Nile. I usually get on from about four o'clock to about 10 o'clock, the max, from from 4 to 10, and then I pack it in. Well, I'm glad you but pack I it in at some point. I take breaks during the, during Do you, the time. What, so. just break to eat? No, um, I usually take like an hour break if I need to. And when do you eat? Well, do you eat dinner, while you're playing? Lunch, whatever. But do you eat while you're playing? Um, no, I don't do that. I can't stand the... Um, you know, getting grease on your hands and oh, your right, controllers. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the feeling. I, I okay, can't but yeah, but but Niall, you have to understand: eight hours a day on a video game is not healthy. It's pretty average. I mean, but you're you're justifying it. Yeah, it's not, but it's not an addiction. I well, but of course, it's an addiction. Okay, all right then. Okay, can, here's a, here's a question for you: What are you playing? PlayStation, Xbox? I'm playing everything. Well, so do you have both? I have Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. Right, okay. So if I said to you, right, I'm taking them off you for a week. Grand. I can do that. I've done, I've actually done like a few days off. I tend to, if I go um, into, since the, a lot of the games are like 40 hours. Yeah, because you've got missions. So if you, if you start a new game like Red Dead or something like that, you kind of feel you have to complete it. Yeah. So I, I, I generally do, you do a full, like, I'll do six hours, or mostly around six, but um, it, then I'll... But do you, but do you not think you have... Niall, I'm listening to you. Everybody's listening to you, Niall. Everybody's listening to you, Angela and Dave. Do you not think you have a problem? No, because I'm... Ah, stop, Niall. Listen, listen, Niall. There's days I can actually leave the game system and not touch it. Yeah, that, I, I know, I've heard alcoholics say to me, oh, there's days I don't actually have a drink. That's fine. No, seriously, I... But you wouldn't do it out of forever, Niall. Um, I went without a year one time. Oh, right, okay. Full year. I took a sabbatical. I just don't know why you're getting eight hours a day. I took a sabbatical. Just, uh... <laughs> sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I did, I did. But, well, say there, just let me go I to Sean. Well, well, hang on, let me I go to Sean before the break. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Niall. Let me just go to Sean before I go to the break. Sorry, Sean, you're on Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm listening to the conversation there. Very interesting. Um, I suppose there are two angles to this. One is the immediate uh, problem that is uh, game addiction, and it's, it is an addiction. They're designed to tease you back into and entice you back in. But that's the whole purpose again. of the game, to addict you to it. It is, yes. Yeah, so you become addicted, and especially if you have an addictive personality. That's fine, I, accept, I accept it's an addiction, but should we be yeah. recognising it, when it comes to 14-year-olds, or, or the average 14-year-old, should we be recognising this as, as the World Health Organisation, no, as, as a disorder? That's bad, parents. Disorder is a stretch, maybe. Um, is it, I, I, I but is it be, just bad parenting? There's an element of that, certainly. But it isn't just bad parenting, Niall. You have to look at... You see, you're looking at the uh, symptoms of this 
This is one of the symptoms of the way we've constructed our society. Our society forces both parents to go out and work. In many, in many instances, maybe not all of them, um, the parents come home and they're, they're totally wiped out after their day of work. They feel guilty about not being with their children, especially in the early years. And then they indulge them a little bit more than what we would have been indulged because we had a parent at home. My father so, would have kicked the shite out of me if I had to spend eight hours on a video game. I mean, my mother used to pull the, the point, T-shirt off yeah. me and say, get out and get a bit of sun on your body. <laughs> yeah, but you see the point. Like, we, we don't do that as parents now. Why? Because both parents are forced to go out because of the way our society is constructed. They have to pay their mortgages, meet the bills. And it's, it's, a, it's kind of a mad rat race, really. To think so you're saying it. tradition was better where we had a stay-at-home <sighs> parent going back 30 years ago who was yeah. constantly monitoring the children. Yeah, well, you, you actually mentioned earlier on, you know, not, not to be a, uh, standing around street corners like a bowsy. <laughs> not everyone who stands around street corners is a bowsy. I know, I was joking. <laughs> you know, you My mother used to call them bowsies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, I think we all were hanging around street corners. Of course, corners she is, if, she ca- if she caught I me mean, on the street corner, it was called a corner boy. Yeah. Corner boy. Well, if you were if you're hanging around with the wrong people, you certainly were given a little bit of a reminder, you know. Yeah, so you believe that it's society and the way we've constructed society, I'm not going to disagree with you, that the the way society has changed where two parents are working. It it is a huge issue. And and most parents will actually admit to you, maybe not on air, but they'll admit to you, yeah, I do feel guilty about not being home for them, you know, and I do feel guilty, so I do overindulge them. You know, it's it's just... just Well, 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 hang on, is that a fair point, Dave? Yeah, we're overindulging our children. Uh, possibly, yeah. I think especially like what we, you know, apparently we have such busy lives nowadays and, you know, you, you come home from work and you're wrecked and rather than engaging with your family, you're like, oh, just take the controller and get out of my face for a few minutes. Yeah, because I've you been know. working all day and I'm knackered. And, but, yeah. but that was all well and good 30 years ago when it was just dad and mom was probably at home 30 or 40 years ago. But nowadays, both parents are career orientated and they're both knackered. True. And then, and as well, like that point that was made earlier on, like a lot of adults as well are, are hooked on their devices. Like I like I love video games, and I find video games can actually be a great bonding experience for a family. You know, they really can. Like, they're let's all sit down and play Grand Theft Auto together. No, let's and pick up hookers. Let's sit down and play Tekken Tag Tournament or something like that. You know, there are plenty no, of two-player games still out there. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, no, I'll go on. I, I I'm against uh, when it comes to parenting, giving uh, like when letting kids play. Uh, games that are not their age. Absolutely, but that's a huge I, problem I, also. I absolutely think it's crazy. This In these day and age, that you can actually, there are parental guidances and people tend to ignore, ignore them. them. Oh yeah, I know. You, you've you got 10 and 12 year olds now playing GTA and you know uh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption I, and all these other games. I was, I mean, I was about, be about 16 when the first GTA came out. Right. And that so. was, yeah, that was pretty miserable looking to be honest with you. It was a, It wasn't even 3D. It was, was. You were looking down on it. I remember it well. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Um, and say there, Sean, actually, because a lot of people maybe might actually agree with you that the way we've changed our lifestyles is part of the problem here. Uh, according to the NHS, they're now sending up, setting up a centre where you can send your children or they can... Obviously, if they're addicted to the technology, they can have an online consultation on Skype uh, with a psychologist and a psychiatrist in relation to this mental health problem. And they say it's a gaming disorder, according to the World Health Organization, who are now recognizing it as a disease. Now, I find that to be ridiculous. I don't think it's a disease. And I think recognizing a disease is only giving people some sort of faux power, some sort of reason to keep doing it. OK, keep texting or WhatsApping 87 Let's focus on an age group here, but where it kind of really kicks in, which is about 14 or 15. 
16, right? Forget about the 19-year-olds and 20-year-olds because they can do what they bloody want. But let's talk about the 14-year-olds. They're your responsibility. I mean, whose responsibility is it when your child is spending 10 hours, 6 hours, 4 hours, whatever it is, per day playing Fortnite or whatever it happens to be? Whose responsibility is that? Is that a disease or is that just bad parents, as Angela says? Sean is completely on the money now. Uh, we have destroyed society with this whole idea that both parents should be working. Surely a one parent should be at home for the formative years of a child's life. Yeah, I, I kind of tend to agree with Sean in some sense. But then again, I'm up on the having a go. I'm not going to make this a sexist issue. You know, I know in the old days it was ma'am who stayed at home. But look, if dad can stay at home, that's all well and good. The point is that there's not a parent there. And Sean is saying, by the way, society has been built up. And look, it's worked well for the banks and worked well for the economy. But it's not working well for the kids that both parents have to work. And I'm assuming, Sean, that's the point you're making is that both parents that, have that's to work. It, that's I, it, and I, by yeah, the way, we have driven. Have a rich parent, you know. But by the way, can I just say, this is a catch-22. It's a kind of chicken before the egg. Because when women started to work, I know this, I sound like a really old dinosaur here, right? But when women started to get careers and work and it became more predominantly women in the workplace, all of a sudden then life became more expensive. House prices started going up because, of course, the banks and the estate agents and the house builders and everybody else, people have more money now. So it was a kind of catch-22. I think, you know, if people only had a certain income, we wouldn't have seen the expansion in the prices of houses and mortgages and rent and everything else to go along with it. Maybe yeah, that's just precisely. my theory. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, you see, it became a monster, and the monster had to be fed. And we're still feeding the monster that is consumerism. But, you know, interesting, uh, recently I was talking to someone who facilitates um, secondary school training for PE teachers. And one of the latest initiatives is to bring iPads into PE classes. For what? Well, that's a good question. An iPad a question. into a PE class? I presume it, yeah, I presume it's, there's some element to it where they want to record things that are happening. But then that means you have someone recording it who's not doing it. So, to me, it's... it's Technology it's, should never play a role in a PE class. Ever. That's what, I, that's what I would have said. Yeah, well, hang, well, hang on for a second. Let me just go to Jim as well. Oh, Jim, you're on Classic Kids. Yeah. How you doing, Jim? Good afternoon, Niall. Yeah, how you doing? Um, you believe it is a medical condition? Good time because it's an addiction. That doesn't make it a medical condition. Well, if, you, if, you, if you're drug dependent, it's an addiction. If you're no, alcohol, a, medi- a medical condition is scientifically and diagnosed. As sickness, yeah? No, hang on. A medical condition, by definition, is something that can be scientifically diagnosed and measured. Well, I'll put it this way to you. Look, I'll give you an example. With a young, young lad, he's, he, he's over 16 now. When he was 14, he was going through the same nonsense of hours on end or whatever, uh, on, 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 the, on the PlayStation. And I just sort of said, here, you go around like a zombie, cans of Red Bull, all this chocolate, all this stuff in the thing to keep himself awake when he's playing these things. So I told him, I said, you either curtail it or whatever. It didn't happen. So I just got the PlayStation, I took it, I put it in the car. So uh, basically what happened after the week, he started kicking off a bit. But uh, I said, look, we've got to go cold turkey on this now, so I'm taking it for you for the month. And I woke up one night, and he was actually going through the car at the 2 o'clock in the morning, and he got up and, and opened the car, right? But I'd actually taken it out the At car 2 o'clock in the morning, he got up and opened the car? To see where it was in the oh. car, but I, I'd actually taken it out, and I left it over at my brother's house. So anyway, to cut a long story short, he went a month without it, and that was it. He called me all the names, it was this, there was temper tantrums. But in the end, it cured his cough. And did you give it back to him? I gave it back to him after the month and I told him, I said, look, we're back to, you know, you can have your few hours at the weekend and then the other time during the week or whatever. 
Yeah, I, I, um, I remember one of my sons, we kind of limited it to two hours a day. Now, he could choose the two hours. Yeah. So so it, once he did his homework, he could choose which two hours he wanted during the day. Yeah. And it's very easy to do nowadays. With the routers nowadays, you can get a mobile phone app and you can set each device in the house for as many hours as you want. But, okay, you can say that's the responsible thing to do, but parents feel somehow under pressure because they'll say, oh, well, Johnny up the road is playing with Mick and Maura and they're all meeting today on Minecraft or they're all meeting today on Fortnite. If I'm not there, I'm going to be socially isolated and God bless me. Yeah, but the sky isn't going to fall down. I know you had all that and they're doing this and they're doing that. And, and, and real, realistically, at the end of the day, and, you know, you said that's a couple of years ago, he, I mean, we're only talking about a while ago. He said it was the best thing that ever happened to him. Uh, but the, 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 the thing is, is that you can talk about consumerism, talk about that. The, 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 the main responsibility is with the parents. Okay, the but parents I want to go back to something you said. And, and Sean, sorry if you're still there. Jim agrees that yeah. it's a medical condition. Or he think, well, he's agreeing with the WHO saying it's a medical condition. That's arguable. If, if it does affect your brain, which eventually affects your whole system, um, you know, your whole body can become... Uh, well, that, well that's the symptom of what you're doing. This, I mean, when you talk about, say, alcoholism being a disease, the disease is the symptom of the addiction, i.e. Yeah. that, you know, you could end up with liver disease because you're drinking too much. That's a symptom of the disease. That's the disease. Yeah. But, you know, to say the actual, you know, the, the act itself is, is a disease to play games, or, yeah, and that's what WHO are saying, it's a disease. I don't agree with that. It's not. I think what they're doing is giving kids an excuse to continue doing it. Um, they're, they're kind of saying, well, they're kind of saying to people now, well, oh, I have a disease, so that somehow says it's okay. It's like saying to somebody who's stealing, oh, it's all right, he's a kleptomaniac, you know, and that kind of gives them a reason to continue doing it. But if you have a disease, I expect you go to treat it. I mean, rid of it. I mean, that's well, the idea. For example, with Niall, who we just spoke to there, is he still there? He's still there, Niall, yeah? Oh, he's gone. Okay. So Niall has a disability. He talked about it on the air before, right? And But thats I still don't forgive him for playing eight hours a day just because he has a disability. And I understand that maybe he's limited in what he can do with his disability in relation to work, etc. But that still doesn't give an excuse to play a game for eight hours a day. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that's, that's his, but he needs treatment for that. If it's an illness and a disease, he needs to be treated. But, so, you know, yeah, but, the, but, the, but Jim is right. The only treatment is to take it off them. Yeah, well, that's the only treatment. If you don't take it off them, they will get sick because they can be, they, they, they develop lots of different problems. They can get depressed. They can get things like that. They can, you know, well, they can become obese because they're sitting there playing games all day. Uh, yeah. they, they can also have bad health because, as you said, he was drinking Red Bulls and everything else to keep himself awake or yeah. drinking coffee. You know, I mean, by definition, a disease is contagious, by the way. You, you could argue, I suppose, it is somewhat contagious to other people who are watching you and playing. But in saying that, I don't agree it's a disease. So, well, stay, stay there for a second, Jim and Sean. I want to go to Roisin after the break. Uh, keep texting. Uh, a lot of people are saying the same thing. It's the parents' responsibility. If they're under the age of 18, take the bloody thing off them. Um, this is ridiculous. Somebody else says, now, to qualify this as a disease is bizarre. It's an insult to people who actually have diseases. Um, okay, yeah, I would probably agree with you. Well, the WHO says it's a disease, and they're now setting up a clinic in the UK for people who are addicted, young children, 13 to 25 years of age, who are addicted and de- spending debilitating hours uh, playing games online. Some kids up to 8 to 10 hours a day. And sorry, Niall, are you still there? Yeah, I just want to say, Yeah. It, now, does this sound like an addiction to you from 4 to, ele- to 11? Yeah. And I take breaks in between. It does sound like an addiction to me. But I'm not doing it every day. Every but not. I know you're 36. But if you were my kid, you wouldn't be doing that. Well, 
when I was younger, I didn't do that. I, I know, I but, I'm just, but I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it's unhealthy. That that lifestyle is unhealthy. Now, I understand well, the fact that... when I was younger, I took even less. I was actually... I know, from, but, but I under, Niall, I understand that, you know, you're limited in, obviously, job opportunities with your disability. You told me about that before, right, okay? So I, I understand that, but that still doesn't excuse you from playing video games for eight to ten hours a day. Or six to eight hours a day. Uh, well, it's usually average of about four to six. So well, well, whatever. Yes. If, but it, I like less. Yesterday I played, and to about two. I then before that I. Did. What's the longest you've ever played? The longest I can play. What? Well, <laughs> I honestly I don't. It's draining. It's actually mentally draining. Oh, I'm I sure it is. But have, have you ever played more than ten hours? No, I can't do that. Alright, okay. Well, let me just stay there for a second. Let me go to Roisin. Roisin, you're on Classic Hi. Hits. Hey, then, Roisin. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Roisin, I mean, the thing about it is, look, this has been now classed as a disease by the World Health Organization. I find that quite insulting to people who have genuine diseases, where parents can actually, could actually control it if they wanted to, I believe. Am I oh, wrong? It, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> there's two, two things to this. You know what I mean? Like, you're the parent, you're the boss. I... I am a big fan of uh, Dr. Phil. Okay. And he spoke, he spoke about something one day and it changed my whole outlook on everything. And what it said was commando parenting. Right. right. Okay. He said, well, you're, you have responsibilities to your child. Your child has responsibilities to you. You know, it's not the four seasons they're living in. Like, everything bar a bed, food, shelter and an education is a privilege for them. So, if things are going down that road and there are too much time on the PlayStation and they can't uh, limit themselves, like that's where you step in. And going, that's enough. We've had yeah, enough of this carry on. Yeah, get back downstairs and, and integrate Very with the family. Like. <laughs> How many, yeah. many children have you got, Roshin? I have one. One okay. teenager. And does he play games? Oh, sure, of course he does. <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. Okay, does he play them for long? plays, I mean, like, to be honest, he doesn't have much time left in the day, but the time he gets in from school and he, do, he does a bit, of, he does the after study. So, I mean, it's late when he's coming in and he has a bit of grub and that. But at the weekends, he, he plays. And I mean, I, I essentially give him free reign. But if I felt there was a problem or if I felt he was there. Uh, okay, so what is a problem? Is, is playing four or five hours in a day, is that a problem? Well, like, for instance, now one of his friends called at the door and he wouldn't go out because he was hold up playing on a game with another friend and the sun was in the sky be kind of saying would you not get out and do right, something right but would you but, yeah okay you'd say that to him but, but if he still yeah. says oh no I'm, I'm grand I'm playing Fortnite uh, would you kick him out if, if needs be right so you're basically no, saying the parents I, need to start taking a bit of control here everything in moderation you want to play your game you've done your week you've done your work you've done whatever you need to be doing you want to play your game, right, that's okay. I'm not going to control everything that you do. But as I said, if I felt there was an issue, if I hmm. felt it was becoming bigger than it should in his life, if I felt it was the only thing in his life... What do you think of Niall? He's, 30, he's 36 and he plays, well, he plays anywhere between four and eight hours. Ah, uh, but listen, like, I mean, I don't think, I think, it, it, you know, it's a different situation there. Listen, I have a mother with a disability now and the television is never switched off. Not, right, okay. It's on 24-7. Yeah, but yeah, no, Niall, in fairness to Niall, he's quite an active chap anyway as well. You know what I mean? Look, he spoke to us before. Of age. I mean, I'm going to be telling him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Edward as well. Edward, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Edward? Yeah, I'd say four or five hours a day is problematic. Yeah. Um, all these things have been shown to to tip the brain into excessive dopamine, which is the pleasure hormone. 
And if you live in pleasure, you don't live in reality. And I, I agree with that lady. She's saying about, you know, you, you've got everything in moderation. Sure, it's, it, it has been shown that these screens release dopamine exactly the same way as cocaine, heroin. Yeah, if you're going to get to the end of a mission or, you know, another level on the game, of course it's going to excite you to want to get to another one and another one. And, and you but know, that's so. Dopamine is, it's excitatory hormone. But, but, Niall, the problem is if you live on pleasure, and I, and I, I say this to alcohol, <clears throat> I say this to, to sugar, I say this to drugs, if you live on them, your body doesn't realise what reality is then because there's an inverse relationship between dopamine and serotonin and serotonin is the one that keeps you happy. But do you agree so with we, what the World Health Organisation is saying, that it's a disease? No, no. no because I don't think it's a disease. No, 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 but it is an addiction. Oh, it is an addiction. There's no doubt about that, yeah. Right, but you know, they've turned around and said that a hangover is a disease. Come on, for God's sake. <laughs> hangover is the symptom after the disease. Well, I, maybe I, yes. I, I get it, but the problem with five hours is that, and I can only tell you I'm a parent as well, blah, blah, blah. Um, what I noticed in my kids was, and thank God we're, we're through that, was the two or three hours turned them off. It creates that isolation, which I think is a bad to go down for the development of the brain, particularly in younger people. Because because if they're playing games, they're not reading the journal or they're not reading a newspaper or they're not watching Sky News and learning about what's going on around them. They're not climbing the tree. They're not connecting. This thing that your computer or Facebook creates a connectivity is only the greatest load of baloney I've ever heard. Okay, so what what do you do? So just quickly, because I've only got 20 seconds. So what do you do, Edward, as a parent, if your kid is coming in from school, doing his homework, sitting down, playing a PlayStation until 10 o'clock at night before he goes to bed? Okay, it's called delayed gratification. You've got to say that, wee lad. You do your work and I give you a half an hour. But you have got to restrict it the exact same way that you restrict your visa card. Right, okay, so you just got to take the bull by the horns and say, this is it, you're getting a half an hour, an hour, whatever it is, and you choose one hour, and that's it, no more than that. Try it away, take it away for a month so you see the difference in your child. Well, I, 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 I completely, would completely agree with you, Edward. Actually, maybe we agree on something for the first time ever. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.